Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Soul Sessions. Soul Sessions is a space where we want to explore questions of faith and have people share through their personal experience and stories the question of why they chose Jesus. We are going to be interviewing Major Jamie Spaulding from Charlotte, North Carolina. We're so glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Um, My pleasure. Yeah, we are talking about just, uh, we're having conversations about faith um, and what Jesus, how Jesus plays a role in our lives and and why we chose him. And so, um, yeah, we want to get to hear your personal stories and your thoughts on things. But before we do that, can you just start by telling me a little bit about yourself? Where you're from? Um, well, anything? Anything you want? Sure. <laughs> um, I am originally from Michigan, though the accent gives it away uh, that I grew up in Kentucky. Um, I have three children, uh, all boys, and have been married to my high school sweetheart for t- almost 25 years. Okay. So you were born in Michigan, and uh, how did the journey towards the South? come about my father was in the air force okay so when that was over we went home which was owensboro kentucky so okay. i was only you know three when that happened so all the accent is kentucky born and bred so <laughs> great nice um so yeah how did uh, how was growing up um you know, anything, or, you know, growing in your youth and things like that. Can you tell us about sure. that? Sure. Um, my I, my uh, parents divorced when I was very young, shortly after, really, we came home from uh, Michigan. Okay. And um, we were Catholic at the time, which uh, divorce was not popular in mm-hmm. the Catholic Church. So when they got divorced, my mother never went back to church. I mean, not for the rest of our childhood. Um, so I grew up never going to church. Like maybe if someone died, which I can't even really remember ever doing that, but I think we went to a wedding once when, when I was a kid. Um, so there was, there was not really any mention of God. We prayed on Thanksgiving. Uh, we said grace for that meal, but it wasn't really, um, a topic that was ever talked about or considered, we just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I knew who Jesus was, and I had friends that went to church. So I always like longed to to have that in my life. It felt like that was what a normal family would do, that they would go to church. So I always kind of wanted that, but no one in my family was ever interested in doing that. Um, but when I was about 13, I had a friend who invited me to a camp it was not a summer camp. It happened during the Christmas uh, Christmas vacation. Okay. So I went to this uh, camp. It was a Methodist um, church camp. She didn't tell me that part. She was like, let's go to Christmas camp. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> she didn't tell you about, she like, duped the, me. the Methodist church yeah. part? She just said I camp? didn't know it was church camp. Oh. I just thought it was regular camp. Okay. Like, Christmas right. camp. We're going to make cookies and, you know. But we, uh, I went to th- this camp, and in the beginning... I hated it okay. because everyone else knew each other. Um, I felt like I was like pulled into a club where I was definitely not a member and I didn't know the language. I did not know any of the songs that they sang, like literally had never heard any of them. Um, even when they would say something like, 
turn to this Bible verse. Like I didn't even know how you look up a Bible verse. Right. Like I never it's like it's a new language. Yes, for you. it was just, and I hate to feel stupid, and I felt so stupid. Um, and like on the second night, we played this game where everyone stood in a circle. And they had a cup of water and they walked around the circle and you had to name a book of the Bible really quickly. Oh, okay. And I, I like, I knew what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and literally not a single other one. Um, and so I was crying by the time they got to me and I was like, and they, they acted like they were going to do it and they're like, no, she's new. We won't do that to her. But the spotlight really felt on me that like, I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. So I had really made up my mind, like by the end of the second day that like, this is a one and done for me. I will never, uh, come back to church. I will never, Mm -hmm. that this will not be part of my life. Mm -hmm. But, um, as the week went on, you know, I started to feel more comfortable. I started to understand a, a little bit. Um, and on the the last night, they had a worship service. It was down in this basement um, of the of one of the camp buildings. And I don't know. I don't even remember what they talked about. But I remember just feeling like, I don't know. Like, I felt like God just had his hand on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And we sang a, um, a song. We still sing this song. But... Uh, that said, oh, God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways. And that just hit me so much that, like, maybe I don't understand. And maybe I feel stupid a lot of the time while I'm Mm -hmm. with these people. But, God, I can learn. I can learn this. Um, I can learn what it means to follow you and to serve you. And so I didn't I didn't go to the altar or anything like that. I didn't even know that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just sat there. And like when, when the service was over, everybody got up because there was like an after party. It was the last night and everybody left. And I just stayed there in that chair and I just sat there. And finally, somebody came and talked with me and prayed with me. Um, and I accepted Christ into my heart. And then I went back home where... Nobody went to church and nobody knew anything about God. Uh, So I just started spending the night with every friend that went to church. And in one year, I was baptized four times um, at four different churches because I didn't know the rules. I didn't know I was supposed to say, oh, I'd already done this or Mm. whatever. Um, Because just as soon as they would accept me in, then I would would take it. I would jump at it. so I visited a lot of different a lot of different churches before I found like one that I thought I would call home. And but still I Bible study became important to me like from mm. the get-go. And I don't think I've ever lost that. Like mm. I never feel like, oh, I I get it now, or oh, I, I finally understand everything I need to. Like I have just always had that longing to know more and understand more and follow more closely or whatever it is. Like I've never yeah. been satisfied with what I figured out about faith. So I'm you kind of have a still thirst searching. for God's yeah, word. I do. And I really want other people to as well. Like I want that to be important to people that not just that we're going to follow the rules and we're going to be good people, but like we we're going to, we're going to know his heart. Like we're going to figure it. We're going to keep searching to understand what he wants for us and why he does what he does. And I know we'll never understand all about God on this side of heaven or maybe even on the other side, but I don't, I want us to thirst for that. I want everybody to. Um, so I, I try to keep that 
alive yeah. in me. I mean, I don't want to feel stupid. I don't want that feeling anymore. Um, but I don't ever want to feel like I've got it figured out. Sure. Either. Yeah. So. Um, I love that. I love that. And um, that is such a profound experience that you just shared. Would you say that that camp moment um, w- would would you say that that's the first time you really felt like a personal relationship, like that first encounter with Jesus or would you? I would say, I mean, for me, like I'd had moments where I had prayed before and like, I, I knew like, again, we, Mm -hmm. uh, we grew up Catholic for the first several years. So I knew how to say like certain memorized prayers that we had learned. But again, I didn't get very far into even that faith. So I just, I didn't know the things you were supposed to do. And so I didn't even know how to talk to God. I didn't know even know how to start that. So yeah. that that moment sitting there was the first time I felt. And that's why maybe still I have trouble putting into words what it was that I felt. Yeah. But I felt something. Sure. And I knew it was of God. Yeah. And it's interesting that you didn't even need to know. Like you just needed to be in the presence of Jesus. Well, and I think that um, the fact that that song was playing again, that I had literally never heard. Yeah. um, But in a moment where I had come off just feeling like an idiot and I hate that feeling. I still do. When I even like being in a new position, when I don't know what's going on the first few months, I hate that the way it feels when you don't Mm -hmm. know what you're supposed to be doing. Um, And so just coming off of feeling like that all weekend and then having that particular song in that line that says, I will learn, I will learn to walk in mm. your way. Step by step, you'll lead me. Um, I just feel like that was a very profound moment between yeah. me and God. Like he knew that I needed to hear that this isn't how you're going to feel if you give your life to me. You're not going to feel um, this embarrassment and this shame and this, you know, just feeling stupid like you have felt this week. And that's not what this relationship between you and me is going to be about. Um, so I just... I maintained that moment was yeah. meant just for me, and God knew exactly what I needed to hear. You maintained that moment just for you, and it kind of, um, you know, it sounds like that was a turning point where things started to make sense, where all that stuff, you know, where you had experienced just being lost and out of place, um, God then met you and kind of things made sense, and yeah. you felt that belonging. Would you say that um, looking back... Um, when, you know, was that the moment that you, you chose Jesus um, and you kind of, was that a pivotal turning point or was there another moment maybe later on that you, um, you chose um, to really <clears throat> walk fully in the Lord? Because I know there was a little bit of back and forth yeah. with you looking for churches. Uh, what was it like the years following that? So it's funny because because I went back to a home where there were no other believers. There are lots of believers that lived in that house now. Like God mm. has been very faithful to Amen. my family, but it took decades for that to happen. Um, so I went back and I was really excited about what had happened, but nobody else was really excited about it. Mm. And so it almost became a thing like if I would like back talk or um, just do something wrong that teenagers do, then that was kind of like, oh, thought you were a Christian now. Like that was very much, um, kind of held over my head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would use that word choose, like I'm choosing to live my life different. Um, not, not to make anybody else feel bad, but I'm choosing to go a different way. Like I would use that word a lot that I would choose things. Um, but what's really funny is I was about 15, I guess. Um, 
and I joined one of those you know book those crossing book clubs where they send you like the free bag with the angels embroidered on it and you get like <laughs> the Max Lucado Bible and you know nice. all this stuff because I again I was always studying and always searching so I joined one of these book clubs like and on they, your own on my own wow. you know 5.99 and then 6.99 a month and then you <laughs> don't pay for it and you end up getting collections you know how that goes um, <laughs> but they sent me a bookmark as a free gift and it it had my name on it and it had John 15:16 which says you didn't choose me I chose you and I don't know why just because I had always said like well I'm choosing this I'm choosing this And just having, I never thought about that God chose me Mm -hmm. for something until that moment when Mm -hmm. I got that, um, that bookmark. And that day was the day that I decided that I was going to do some kind of ministry, like that was going to be my life. Um, Because that, that moment of, of understanding that God chose me for something, it was just, it was impactful for me. So... And then, you know, about that age, I met this cute boy who also really loved Jesus and wanted to serve in ministry. And um, I was very, I mean, from the beginning, I don't know why he didn't run away, because I was like, if you like me, we're going to be ministers in some kind of a way if we get married. Um, I love and that. So, yeah, I mean, I just... Just how every, like, teen relationship starts yeah. out, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I just wasn't about wasting time, I guess. And I was like, I think God wants something from me. And if you want to come along with that, like, let's establish in the beginning that that's what's happening. Um, and... He was all right with that. So, yeah, I think yeah. he was more than all right with it. <laughs> well, so far, so far, so good. Well, and he had made his own commitment already. And yes. that was really important for me to know that, like, he wasn't doing that for me, but he was doing that because he individually loved the Lord and wanted to serve the Lord, not because, hey, here's this girl I like and she she loves Jesus, so I'll love him too. So mm. that was really important for me at 15. I mean, we were very young, 15, yeah. 16, yeah. Uh, when we started dating. So, um, but again, I really think God just had a plan and we were just along for the ride. So. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's beautiful. And um, I wonder... You know, fast forward a couple years, um, and you're now into just a beautiful ministry with your husband, with your kids. Uh, what does choosing Jesus look like for you today? Um, I don't know if it makes sense to say that it's harder now than it was then. Mm. Like then it was just, um, and I don't know if it's just because I was so focused on God, but I feel like. I just understood more the direction I needed to go. And now, you know, I have children. I'm pulled in that direction. I have my job. I'm pulled in that direction. I have my marriage. And sometimes you're just so exhausted by the end of the day that you don't. And maybe it's because for me, like studying the word of God is so important. And when I don't feel like I have time to do that, like I want to do it. um, I don't know. I just... I, I want more than what I feel like I can give or what I feel like I have. So um, I'm always, you know, coming up with a plan. Well, this is this is what I'm going to do. And this is when I'm going to do my Bible study and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, and I know that choosing Jesus is more than just when I have time to sit down and study. Mm-hmm. Um, but life, 
gets busy and life gets hectic and there's so much that pulls at you that you have to be more deliberate Mm. in the choice than when you are a teenager and you go into church four or five times a week because of that is just, you know, who you decided to be. Um, Life is just, it looks different on this side. And it, it sounds like it is when you're younger, you know, it is kind of more about emotion and the, the feeling that you receive that you, a sense uh, which is absolutely wonderful because it's the Holy Spirit moving. Um, but as you, you know, I think grow in your faith and in seasons of life, um, it is sometimes more of just an intentionality of I don't feel it all the time, right. but I have to choose it and then other things will follow. Um, and God moves in that choice. And that that is why for me mm-hmm. that studying God's word is so important absolutely. because Everybody loves those moments when you're in worship and you get the goosebumps and, you know, you feel the Holy Spirit. But we know we go through seasons where we do not feel that. But it's not any less true that God is for us and God did all the things he did for us. But if we don't have the foundation of God's word, then it's real easy to let those fickle emotions determine our faith. Um, So I think for me, that is the reason I mean, I do. I love I love moments of worship and I love those oh, emotional experiences. Um, but it has to be grounded in the word of yes. God for me. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that um, there's dry seasons in life and uh, there's just really rich seasons the, right. or the highs and the lows. Right. And God, it doesn't change his presence it doesn't change his consistency his faithfulness regardless of how we're feeling about it and that's why going back to the truth in his word is necessary and i love that you have a thirst for the lord a, a, a thirst for his knowledge and for his word because it does convey and come across in in how you in how you speak and how you preach and how you teach um the word of god has settled deeply in your heart um and it it overflows when when you come into contact with others. And and I do think that is just another example of how we choose Jesus. Like choosing Jesus, you know, by seeking his word, by digging deep. Um and so that's such a, a wonderful thing. And I think it's such a good reminder. And I well and I think too, the more that you get to know Jesus and how do we get to know him? Like we we are in his word and we're talking to him and but we're in his word. Um the more you get to know him, the more you realize there's not really yeah. another choice. Yeah. So I love that. If I could quote that, that would be great. <laughs> if we can just quote that. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, uh, Jamie. Uh, we're just privileged to hear your story and have you with us. Thank you. Hi, guys. Thank you for tuning into Soul Sessions. If you enjoyed this interview, we ask that you like it and share it with others and join us for next time.